Hello, everyone. This is John Lim with Moving Forward. And today I'd like to share a bonus episode. Three tips to make you a better public speaker and presenter. This is a subject I get asked a lot about. When I was getting my MBA, I would get up and do a presentation or speech. And afterwards, a lot of times people would come up to me and say, wow, you're so natural. You're so good at this. How can I be a better speaker or presenter? And I actually worked with a couple of students during my time in that program, and I was happy to share my best practices and tips with them. And the cool part was seeing the immediate results, seeing them improve their ability to deliver their messages effectively. A little bit about my background. You may remember from episode one I shared with you, I started out my career as an attorney, and I also spent a lot of time in corporate America, and I did a lot of presentations and speeches during that time for audiences as small as one and as large as several hundred. I was also a part-time actor for a couple of years, and I took a lot of classes in theater, in performance, in speech, and I was able to incorporate a lot of those skills into making myself a better presenter and speaker. So let's talk about the three tips that I want to share with you today. These are very simple that you can start employing this week. Number one, and this goes to a pitfall that I see a lot of presenters fall into, particularly those who have a natural fear of public speaking, and it has to do with anxiety and nerves. So imagine you're getting up on stage and you're facing an audience where you're getting behind that podium. And you have so much information that you want to get out there that as soon as you start, all you can think about is getting that information out as quickly as possible and sitting down. And so you you rush through it, you start stumbling over your words, where worse, the anxiety gets so bad, you start hyperventilating. Now, what causes this? Why does this happen? The anxiety that you're feeling is part of this fear that you may have. Maybe it's a fear of saying something wrong or making a mistake or looking foolish up on stage. And what happens is that your body reacts to that. The adrenaline starts to run. Your blood pressure may go up. And that triggers the limbic system. That's the early warning system in our brain that reacts to fear, that fight or flight reaction that's innate in all of us. The thing is, it's designed to protect us from danger. The problem is when we're up on stage and we're feeling that anxiety, our brain can't distinguish that from a real danger, say for instance, being chased by a lion or tiger. So because we feel that anxiety and fear, that's why we tend to tense up and that's why that anxiety can get the best of us and prevent us from giving the best speech or presentation that we're capable of. So to combat this, I recommend a very simple tip, breathing. It's so fundamental, it's so easy to overlook, but before you actually begin your presentation, before you say a single word, take a second or two and take a deep breath. Now this will do three things for you. Number one, it will calm your mind. As you have that adrenaline rushing, as you have those nerves building up, take a deep breath, calm those nerves, reset your mind before you give that presentation. Secondly, what this will do is this will actually fill your body up with air. It'll fill your lungs up with oxygen, your diaphragm, which is so important. You need to breathe so that you can get the words out, so you can express yourself. And don't be afraid to take a pause during the presentation to take a breath. 
Third, and this is a little more subtle, if you take a pause before you begin the presentation and take a breath, what this will also do is it'll shift the power and focus to you. You're essentially taking the power away from the anxiety and the fear and taking the power away from your audience even and shifting it to you. The focus and the power is on you. And in fact, what you may find is that if you take this pause, sometimes what I'll refer to as the dramatic pause, your audience may actually take a closer look at you and the attention will focus even more so on you because your audience will be thinking, There's a silence here. Oh my gosh, what is this person gonna do? What are they gonna say? The pause will actually shift that power dynamic and you will be the one who's in control of the presentation. So breathing, very, very important. Let's talk about tip number two. Another pitfall that I see a lot of presenters fall into has to do with body language. Body language is as important in your presentations and speeches as your voice is. And too often I see presenters, even some of the most polished presenters, fall into these traps, putting their hands behind their back, putting their hands in their pockets, slouching, looking up, looking down, looking sideways, but not looking at their audience. This is critical. You must have body language that presents you not only as confident and authoritative, but more importantly, open and receptive and inviting to your audience. You want to establish a connection with your audience. So a couple of very simple things that you should remember when it comes to having good body language. Stand up straight. Make sure your shoulders are level. Make sure that your feet are centered and shoulder width. You want your center of gravity to be evenly distributed. Your power within your core should be evenly distributed. Your hands should be at your side, not in your pockets, not behind your back. Or you may want to use your hands to make small controlled gesticulations to emphasize points during your presentation. In other words, your hands should either be at your side or you should be using them as instruments to help engage that connection with the audience. So body language is absolutely critical. And of course, you want to be looking at your audience. If you can, establish eye contact within points within the room. You may not be able to do that with everyone when it's a 300 or 400 person audience, but do try to establish eye contact within certain points of the room and establish that connection. You always want to be facing your audience. Let's talk about tip number three, and this really goes to mindset. Think about when you're getting up on stage to give a presentation. One of the things that we often forget is that at its core, what we're doing is communicating with people. It is the most fundamental way we connect is through the art of conversation. It's something you do every day and you don't even think about it. You do it in your personal life. You do it in your professional life. But Sometimes there's a little disconnect when you get up on stage to present to a crowd or an audience. It doesn't matter if it's a small one or a large audience. 
at its essence, you are having a conversation with that audience. Sometimes the tone can be more serious. It can be a little bit more dramatic. It can be informational. So your presentation may be very important in terms of providing information. Or you may be selling a product or service, but at the end of the day, it's about connecting with your audience. And you do that individually in your personal life, your professional life. You really want to do the same thing when you're presenting or giving a speech. And one way you can establish that connection, and one exercise that I recommend you do is to get out of your comfort zone and converse with as many individuals as you can. And here's something that I sometimes do when I'm trying a a new restaurant, maybe for lunch, and I'm in line and I don't know what to order off the menu, I will talk to the person next to me. And if they're ordering something interesting, I'll say, oh, that looks really interesting. Have you tried that before? Is that something you recommend? Or I might open up with another conversation. It doesn't have to be a long conversation. It could just be a brief interaction. And what you're doing is you're connecting with an individual, you're learning something, you're engaging in conversation with them. The more you do this with individuals that you see in different environments, particularly people you haven't met before, the more comfortable you'll be when you get up on stage and you present to a room full of people that you've never met before. Just think of it as a conversation with a large number of individuals. The more you can get into that mindset, the more authentic you're gonna be in your communication, the more you're able to connect with your audience, and that's what's gonna be important. Because it's not about the product, or the service, or the information. It's about you communicating and reaching your audience. Your audience is looking for that connection with you. They want to see the value in the information or the product or the service. They're looking for a reason to embrace the message that you have. And the best way you can facilitate that is by developing that personal connection with your audience. So the more you get into that mindset, the easier it will be for you to actually deliver that message effectively. These are just three tips that I have for you, but they're very powerful. So start focusing on those three areas this week. Breathing, very important. Make sure you breathe to quiet your mind, to settle those nerves, to bring oxygen into your lungs so you can effectively deliver those words, but also shift the power and focus to you as the presenter. Number two, remember body language, very important. Your body language should communicate your authority, your confidence, but also that you're making that connection with your audience as well. Always be looking at your audience. Make sure your hands are emphasizing that connection, not in your pockets, not behind your back, but at your side or emphasizing points to connect and draw in your audience. And finally, get into the conversation mindset. That doesn't mean that you're going to be casual necessarily, but you really want to have that mindset that I am connecting with as many individuals as I can, whether it's one person in the room or several hundred. And the more you do that, the more authentic and confident you'll be in your speeches and presentations. If you would like to read these tips, just check us out at bemovingforward.com under the blog post for episode 36.5. There will also be an option for you to download a free copy of these three tips. Thank you for tuning in. This is John Lim with Moving Forward, and we'll be back with a new episode next week.